Hello, and welcome to the Integrated Business Planning Experience, a podcast where supply chain solution practitioners and thought leaders from business and industry who have been there and done it come together to share insights and advice on all things SAP Integrated Business Planning, or IBP. I'm your host, John Wilson, and I have the pleasure of guiding you through some fascinating conversations about how to unlock the secrets of IBP and how it can help your business. Whether you're a young sapling like me or have the experience of a mighty cowrie tree, there'll be something here for everyone. Now, this episode is part of our second season, and if you're new to the podcast, then please feel free to go bushwalking into our back catalogue and enjoy the 11 amazing episodes from season one. Now, each episode will have some fantastic guests to hear real-world use cases of how business is doing integrated planning. Fortunately, I'm not here in the bush alone, but am guided by Mr. Mark Golly, an experienced guide who can definitely tell his panga silver fern from his mamaku tree fern. Welcome, Mark. Hi, John. How are you? <laughs> Very good. Great to have you back. Now, Mark, there may be some people out there, can't believe it would be true, but may have only just discovered the podcast. Perhaps do you want to give us a quick summary of your role in this tropical IBP forest that we're all proud to be part of? Yeah, sure thing. Listen, my name's Mark Golly. Um, I'm a bit of an IBP tragic, very sad, um, isn't it? Um, uh, That has a real passion for two main things about understanding, exploring, innovating ways uh, to fuse um, IBP process excellence um, with the appropriate technical enablement, and in this case being um, SAP IBP, uh, to drive efficiency and effectiveness and reduce the time to business value. Right? And secondly, um, how we can um, introduce the use of um, augmented intelligence or AI um, into the end-to-end planning cycle. So. Like I said, uh, John, a little bit of an IBP tragic and very, very sad. Oh, nothing tragic or sad at all. Now, you might be wondering, Mark, why I'm talking about cowrie trees and silver ferns. Um, and that's because I'm super excited because in this episode, we're traveling back to my homeland of New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be speaking with Angus Wall, a sales and operations planning business analyst for Turners and Growers, or TNG. Uh, Angus is based in the beautiful Hawke's Bay region of New Zealand. Kia ora, Angus, and welcome to the podcast. Kia ora, John. Thanks for having me. <laughs> um, did you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, Angus, and your role at Turners and Growers? Sure. Uh, well, personally, I've been in the IT business uh, for 35 years now, so before IT was even IT. Um, and going through, coming from the business business side of the ledger, if you like. So business analysis, business architecture, systems architecture, even enterprise architecture. So uh, varied sort of roles within the industry. Joined uh, a TNG just over a, a year ago now on their um, IBP implementation um, journey, um, but not on the IT, not in the IT department as such. I'm employed directly by the sales and operations planning department or business unit. Yeah, fantastic. Well, well, welcome to the podcast. And actually, this is the first time we've had Turners and Growers join our podcast series. So very exciting to have you here. Um, maybe for, for those who aren't familiar with, with Turners and Growers, do you want to tell us a little bit about what TNG does? 
Sure. Uh, TNG's uh, in the horticulture business in New Zealand has been in New, uh, been operating for about 126 years now. So something of a, an institution in New Zealand horticulture, uh, dealing with a lot of different produce, but uh, primarily we're in the apples business and we export in the region of 30, 40% of New Zealand's apples around the world. So we're something of a global leader in the apples uh, apples business. Um, and there's not a country in the world barely that we, we don't export to. So if you want to, under the Enza brand, um, you can find a find a, a TNG apple pretty much anywhere these days. And for anyone who's had a, a jazz apple, you've had a TNG apple uh, in your life as well. Yes. So Angus, you mentioned you, you joined TNG uh, about 12 months ago. Um, I believe they were already about halfway into their, their IBP journey at that time. Do you want to tell us a little bit about, about the project and, and how that went? Yeah, I joined. Um, I joined the project when there was quite a bit of churn in the in the organisation and on the project itself. Um, and uh, the way that we organised it at that point was that we we'd had a couple we'd had uh, a couple of bites at the cherry of trying to get IBP uh, implemented, and the business was determined to do it. Uh, and what we did was we split the uh, functionality up or the project up into four key deliverable areas, um, being the crop forecasting, the demand planning, allocation of the fruit and production planning and, and shipping. So those, so four domains, if you like, key domains. And we've implemented those um, and rolled them out independent of each other, but they all integrate. So it's been a bit of a, a sort of piecemeal approach um, rather than a, a, a big bang operations. So that's kind of how we've structured that. And we're currently in the final phases of that, um, of implementing the production planning um, and shipping um, domain. Fantastic. Mark, I, I might ask you about that. I mean, that that decision about whether to put everything together and, and, and have one big bang or whether to break down the delivery of a project into smaller chunks, you know, maybe to make it easier to to manage the change. I mean, what are the pros and cons of going, you know, those those different ways? Yeah, great question, John. And fortunately, um, um, just like um, uh, uh, TNG, I've had experience in in, in both, and um, they both have their pros and cons. Um, in a big bang approach kind of thing, the pros um, are very similar to the cons so just the flip side so the pros are things like delivering significant change done once um, you take the whole uh, business on the journey once um, you allow the business to make a step change into new ways of work um, once um, and you possibly accelerate the um, business benefits realization and like I said the cons are the absolute same but the flip side of those but an incremental approach um, in terms of breaking them down into bite-sized chunks, delivering minimum viable products, and then actually building on top of those actually may take longer from an aggregate perspective, may delay the full benefits realisation. But what it does do is that it actually manages change and adoption and the incremental release of value, and therefore drives engagement, excitement, and a willingness to continue to be curious um, for more if it's done well, right? And what uh, the approach that turners and growers um, have taken 
um, in terms of their approach is absolutely fit for their purpose to drive that engagement, um, managing change, driving adoption, and they are absolutely key foundations for success, whether it be big bang or whether it be incremental. Yeah, absolutely. So Angus, I mean, this is a this is a really significant transformation program for TNG, and I mean, your organisation has has a is really all about planning. Uh, what what kind of support did did you get as you went through this uh, this project? Yeah, yeah. There's been there. It has been quite transformational um, for the business unit itself. Uh, SNOP used to be part of the uh, operations area, but now reports directly to the the CEO, CEO which um, gives us that sort of uh, independence within the within the organisation, and also obviously an elevated um, uh, sort of visibility of the function as well. Um, and the reason that the planning function is, is so integral to to the success is because of the so many unknowns in terms of the supply um, and it creates a lot of tension around you know how much fruit are we going to get what quality is that fruit going to be um, you know uh, so from a sales perspective they they want to know exactly how much fruit they're going to get from a supply side they're not quite sure they can you know and from operations they need to know exactly how much fruit we're going to get and what quality it's going to be so they know how to pack it and where they've got to ship it to um and so having a, a planning function um that's independent of um of that you know removes that bias from the decision making process or the perceived bias in that in that decision making uh, making process and so our CEO is very also very supportive of the incremental approach and the fact that um, you know he understands the amount of change that we're going through in the in the sales and operations planning um, function um, and so does our our leadership team within sales and operations planning and and so to be able to sort of deploy the system incrementally live with it for a bit enhance it change the business function as required or change the system as required that's very much going to be the the approach that we're that we're taking yeah fantastic no excellent so mark i mean one of the challenges often with with an integrated business planning program is is having that that clear mandate for change and getting the right level of, of sponsorship um, what are your thoughts there around how best to do that and and what tng have done so first and foremost uh, um, I actually applaud uh, the courage and um, inspiration of TNG to elevate the SNOP or the IBP function to report to the CEO minus one um, level. I think that it shows and demonstrates visually uh, um, and at a leadership level to the entire business um, that it is considered um, important for not only um, a tactical and operational perspective, but also from a strategic perspective. And I think that it's actually an inspired move to actually drive um, clear messaging, um, like Inga said, around about the way they run their business and the way that they operate their business. So uh, congratulations um, um, to, to TNG on the um, on the courage to make uh, that, um, that move. Um, I actually believe the CEO level sponsorship and the displaying of those relevant um, supportive behaviours can actually break down from an analogy perspective what may seem a mountain to uh, to climb in terms of free fall um, to a mountain to climb with 
building ropes and guides and guardrails and using the CEO as your Sherpa, right? Guiding the way, clearing the way to actually get things done and make change happen. I don't know about you, Mark, but I always get nervous when someone describes the decisions I take as, as courageous, but you know, <laughs> maybe that's just me. <laughs> Now, Angus, um, you've, you've already you've gone live with your first group of, of IBP work packages. Um, yep. what, what changes have you, have you seen in the business as a result of, of the, those being implemented? Yeah, uh, well, fundamentally, uh, going going back pre-IBP, um, the process was a lot of sort of independent worksheets and, you know, spreadsheets and um, and that kind of thing, kind of disconnected from each other. And it used to take us uh, about five weeks to do a four-week planning cycle, you know. So it was that it was that kind of problem that we that we faced. By the time you you know you start the planning cycle, and by the time you get to the producing a, a production plan, you know, tada, it's it's already out of date. Um, and so that that's very frustrating for all involved. But now um, with the implementation of our crop forecasting, demand planning, and allocation, um, we're we're able to turn that round in, in literally a couple of days. Couple of days. So um, what that does is it moves us away from data wrangling. You know, taking multiple spreadsheets, trying to make sure all the formulas are aligned and numbers line up and that kind of thing. Um, so very much trying to get rid of that data wrangling uh, to perform more analysis 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 on the on the data at hand so that we can improve the planning process and uh, improve the visibility of of the of the planning uh, going forward so and having one platform uh, sharing that information one sort of version of the truth of what the what the uh, you know what the forecast is and what the plans are obviously helps a lot as well um there's a lot of integration points that we've we've developed uh, which is probably the the biggest bugbear that we have at the moment is, is the integration to other systems um but basically we're seeing a faster turn much faster turnaround um in the planning cycle um the quality of data is is improving as we get more used to the system and we're and we're seeing a better level of analysis of the end-to-end -end function as opposed to sort of data wrangling. So that that's some of the immediate um, benefits that we're seeing. And you mentioned that kind of shift in in the role from, from sort of data wrangling to more data analysis. Um, how, have, how have the TNG teams been adapting to the kind of the, the different work and the new work that they need to do? Yeah, uh, that's that's a very interesting question because it it means you need to have a different kind of focus. I think if you you can you can hire people that are very good at data wrangling, you know, um, managing spreadsheets and aligning uh, numbers and formulas and things like that. But if you ask them then to do analysis um, and planning, then it's you know that may not exactly be a good fit for them. And vice versa, if you you know hire somebody and tell them they're going to they're going to be a planner, but then give them a data wrangling role, then it leads can lead to frustration. So I think um, what we're seeing now is a sort of a reimagining of the uh, SNOP team and function as a much more holistic view, end-to-end -end, uh, view of the whole cycle and taking ownership from end-to-end -end rather than just being responsible for one little bit of it. And so we're trying to um, 
within that sort of vision is 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 use IBP as a, as a tool to enable that. So that's kind of that's kind of like uh, uh, you know a, a quick a quick overview of what the vision is, I guess, of of uh, SNOP going forward. It's very much that sort of end to end holistic view of planning with IBP as a, as a key enabler. Mm. Now, Mark, I mean, it's a it's an interesting point that you know whenever you introduce change into an organisation, whether it's you know through technology or process or other, I mean, even with a good change management program, I mean, it's it's difficult sometimes for people to adapt to a new way of working. What, what what's your experience been? Yeah, absolutely, John. It is um, a critical part, and and this is where a lot of um, businesses I have seen. Um, have um, have come to a fork in the road and, and have actually made them wrong choices. And you, you're quite right. I mean, some people, team members, will actually find it hard to, as the new ways of work start to get embedded from data wrangling to analysis and understanding the drivers and things like that, they will, um, they will find that pivot or that change really hard after doing things a certain way and being recruited to do that data wrangling for a period of time, and perhaps years, perhaps decades. But this is where I actually believe that from a fork in the road perspective, the, um, the choices that you make around good leadership and actually showing great listening skills, empathy, and a willing to in, willingness to invest in gap closing capability and investment in the team being part of the change uh, through um, multiple pathways. Um, is the right pathway to choose, and it's an essential for um, a successful implementation. And just a side, I actually love the concept uh, that uh, TNG are actually exploring in terms of a, you know, I'll call it a value chain plan for less than uh, for anything um, 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 more suitable um, that I believe is now emerging uh, more and more um, across the industry. And um, I, I, like I said, I love the fact that uh, TNG are actually working towards this from an end-to-end -end perspective. Um, I love the fact that TNG have the self-awareness um, that uh, this move um, is linked with um, with process excellence right? um, and with people maturity as well. Right? So the end-to-end -end approach for me is the emerging piece and the investment of people in growing their capabilities through active listening, coaching, guiding, and showing empathy for those that are changing is, um, is, a, is a model for success. Yeah. Now, of course, you know, you can't really be talking about supply chain, you know, in, in recent years with, without talking about supply chain disruption. But, uh, you know, being in the horticulture industry, you know, there's been some particular disruption that has taken place in New Zealand with the, the, the recent cyclone uh, that, you know, particularly affected the Hawke's Bay, which, you know, home to many of TNG's uh, fruit growers. Uh, Angus, how, how did TNG navigate, you know, the impact of, of that event and, and, and similar sort of, you know, weather events, you know, that have been surrounding that? Yeah, it was it was absolutely tragic. I mean, from just from a personal perspective, um, it's you know it's one thing to see the damage a cyclone does on TV and feel empathy for people when you look at it, but it's a completely another thing to live through it. Um, we we had um, massive uh, implications on the orchards for the for the growers, and um, 
and to see you know staff being rescued off of roofs and helicopters as the floodwaters goes by is quite it's 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 quite heart wrenching. Um, from a from a planning point of view, uh, we ended up losing about a third of our crop in the region um, was lost was lost to the cyclone and and it's not just the loss of uh, of the crop it's also the cleanup that goes with it the rebuilding costs a lot of money yeah it was very devastating um we had to adapt to that obviously um and replan because it was right at the start of the harvest um and so we were looking forward to you know uh bumper crop gonna be a great year etc cetera, etc cetera, to to 130 year crop gone and we had to turn that around very really, really quickly unfortunately uh we had already implemented those um domains for demand planning and allocation and, and crop forecasting that we mentioned before so we were able to to turn that around in a couple of days once we'd once we'd run the um analysis of the supply to get a feel for exactly how much fruit was out there so we were able to run some scenarios based on that um and uh that really sort of helped us to be able to focus on the analysis of that rather than as i said before the data wrangling so um that was a i guess a good outcome from a bad situation um and you know and it, and it, it just cemented in certainly in in my mind at least that the value that we're going to be able to get out of um, ibp going forward yeah yeah no it really is a, a you know a tragic situation and uh, I think you're you're absolutely right. It's really impossible to appreciate the the scale of of the mm. impact, you know, unless you're actually there seeing it. But I guess you know we're in this world where you know these types of major disruptions are becoming more and more frequent, and you know being responsive and and being able to you know quickly you know a, a, adapt and and be able to um, get you know uh, the business back up and running and, and and moving again is is probably one of the best ways to to respond. But Mark, you know, I mean, in terms of being able to respond to these types of disruptions, you know, the sudden loss of of a third of your supply. Uh, you really need, you know, the ability to to simulate and and plan end to end. You know, is that is that something that you know that SAP Integrated Business Planning you know really can help with? And what what have you seen there? Yeah, thanks, John. Great question. And first and foremost, um, um heartbreaking for the uh, for the farmers and for the businesses. And um, huge shout out to all in the agricultural industry um, and the job that they do, the economic benefit that they provide um, um, to the countries and all the factors that are thrown at them constantly um, that would have impacts uh, for years to come. Uh, big shout out to them. But yeah, a key strength um, for IBP is its ability to actual um, actually model uh, different scenarios to understand things like multiple demand supply commercial constraints and the levers under each one of those um, areas um, so that the business can actually make the right decisions for not only uh, people like the farmers, the shareholders, the suppliers, the customers and the consumers. Right? So um, it is an absolute strength. In fact, IBP has three different um, modes of um, simulation. Um, one on the um, one is while you're doing it um, on the go or on the fly, um, you have your scenario planning and then you have your version planning. So it caters for all different scenarios or all or, sorry, all different circumstances. 
um, in the standard IBP package. And this actually makes it a great option uh, to have um, and when used um, with analytics uh, through Control Tower or SAC, right, to actually make um, agile decision making and like uh, what TNG were actually able to do to model uh, the impact and therefore replan accordingly to maximise um, things like the commercial um, outcomes, the customers, the suppliers, the farmers, the shareholders the, and the consumers. Yeah, no, absolutely. So Angus, I mean, you know, you mentioned that this project's been broken down into its chunks. You've delivered, you know, those first few few work packages and, and thank you for sharing, you know, your story and the outcomes that you've had there. What what's next? What's uh what's next phases for uh for integrated business planning at TNG? Well, I think probably the it's the best is yet to come. I mean, um we've still got the production planning uh to to implement that that's uh the next sort of cab off the rank but then beyond that the the more exciting part really is is the is the embedding of it and the aligning it with the vision of the snop team um and aligning it uh enhancing it and really getting it to sing you know uh for the business and i think that you know over the next sort of 18 months two years and possibly even beyond that um we just keep keep working on it and improving um, improving the whole function. So that's, uh, yeah, that's what's coming next for, for us. No, awesome. Um, so thank you, Angus. Um, thank you, Mark, for your insights as well. Uh, are there any last words or nuggets that you'd like to share? Don't know about nuggets, maybe an apple or two. Um, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um, I just... Um, Again, just want to reinforce uh, the TNG's approach, the CEO sponsorship, the confidence that they have to understand the logic, the process, right, and to apply the IT toolkit, in this case, SAP IVP, the clarity as an organisation to design um, and structure to deliver an end to end view, the looking to outside skills and methodologies to deliver that change, bite size versus, um, um, versus a big bang and managing stakeholder expectations by involving those um, that need to adapt. And then at the end, in terms of crisis, which you would hope um, becomes a new way of work, about being relied upon to deliver that what-if planning impacts and recommendations. It is an absolute model use case on um, how best to use um, SAP, IVP, and what works well. And a massive hats off, um, and congratulations to Team G on the journey that they've taken so far and what is to come. And hopefully, just like the other Apple, right, um, it will, as a result, go from strength to strength. A magnificent summary, as always. So thank you again, Mark. Thank you again, Angus, for joining us and, and sharing uh, your story. Uh, that is a wrap for this episode of the Integrated Business Planning Experience. Um, stay tuned, there'll be another episode coming soon, so keep an eye out and look forward to having you join us then. Thank you.